Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by The Long Weekend. One of the few times you can get plastered on a Sunday without guilt. The Long Weekend, sponsoring The Chaser Report. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday, the 5th of October. My name is Dom Knight. Hello, Gabby Bolton, Charles Firth. Hello, hello. Happy Daylight Savings, if you're yes. on this side of the country. <laughs> That's the only thing that happened on the weekend, isn't it? Daylight Savings. Oh, oh. And Penrith won the NRL Grand Final. Well done, Panthers. I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, everything. Pretty much. Absolutely nothing else happened. Mm. Uh, well, I suppose there was also that whole, you know, Gladys Berejiklian resigning under oh, a cloud of corruption allegations. That's right. We haven't talked but, about that yet, have I? Yes. Um, no. ICAC announced that it was going to investigate the Premier of New mm. South Wales because of the potential conflict of interest with her ex Daryl Maguire. But you, you just just to explain to people who don't live in New South Wales, mm. there is like on occasion, just it, very 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 rarely, but on occasion we have this thing called um, premiers who aren't under a cloud of corruption. Yeah, oh. the last one. Yeah, there was one back in the nineteen twenties. I, I think. was going to say. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I hope um, you're not about to say like Mike Baird or something because mm. that would be incorrect. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Mike Baird was somebody who said he wanted to spend more time with his family. Within six months, he then decided he wanted to have a high-paying job at a major yeah, bank. Yeah, he wanted to spend more time <laughs> with the nab. Yeah. That's, that's basically yeah, well, right. without family. his family. That's what all banks say to you, isn't it? Yeah. We're family yeah. now. That's how they get uh, you. Yeah. He, he was right the whole time. We just didn't see what he was actually saying. Yeah, so, but, yeah. so it's just another, it's like, isn't it like the 15th premier in the last three years or something? Yeah, I think, I think very much so. Um, yeah. It's weird because Gladys looked like she was going to be a total clean skin, but it's mm. turned out I'm going to option the movie rights to this story. Because what happens is she gets this secret boyfriend. No one knows about it. There are all, he tells her about all his deals because he wants to impress her. And she's like, oh, I don't need to know about that. At the time being the treasurer of New South Wales and in charge of the fund that was, she was applying to. But then it's got a happy ending because yes. her current boyfriend is the lawyer who she met during the last round of ICAC hearings. It would be an incredible telly movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? Except that then there's a... Bad ending because then she has to leave her job because of the ex. So this story has everything. Although I will say, no, as a woman, I will say, I feel like people are reducing what this story actually is to a, oh, it was a bad boyfriend. It was the boyfriend. She didn't know how to have a boyfriend. And she did. Okay, like, it's nothing to do with the fact at this point that she had a terrible boyfriend. I think the problem was that she decided her best defense once the boyfriend was found out was to basically say, oh, I don't really care about him that much. And it wasn't really, I didn't really know anything he was doing. So she's been investigated for dropping him like a stone. If there's not an ICAC for that sort of behavior, (laughs) there should be. 
But that's what we should have. We should have an ICAC for bad, you know, bad love decisions. <laughs> now, hang on. Yeah. Well, I want to defend Gladys on this because she had a boyfriend who was a dodgy businessman who was always mm. doing these speculative schemes and talking about them. And having known Charles for a long time, when you know people <laughs> who set up all kinds of weird, dodgy money-making activities, you do just yeah. change the subject and say, that's nice, great, that's definitely yeah. going to happen. Um, yeah, because yeah. if you're going to convict Gladys, you might as well convict my wife. Yeah. And all your friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And us, apparently. Yeah. And all the podcast listeners. That's um, right. Yeah. yeah, so, but then... Not only did that happen, but John Barillaros, the Deputy Premier yes. of New South Wales, the National Party leader, has also quit. This is a huge victory, Dom, for koalas it is. across New South Wales. Because um, this is honestly true. For, for people outside of New South Wales, you probably think that I'm just lying. But mm. this is honestly true. That at the beginning of the year, the National Party in New South Wales genuinely threatened to, to quit the coalition mm. and, and split the government and basically you know, destroy the government over the right to drive koalas to extinction. Mm. And and they weren't on the side of koalas. What a hell like they were going, oh, let's save the koalas. They wanted to drive the koalas to extinction. The Gladys Berejiklian side went, no, 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 we should try and save them. Bearing in mind and that then we the, barbecued millions yeah. of them during the bushfires, by the way. Unintentionally. And the, uh, but then the greatest thing was that the way they solved that problem was they went, Okay, you can drive them to extinction. But that was I the mean, deal that was done. Who among us has not so. wanted to, to scourge a koala, though? <laughs> I know. Uh, who horrible. among us has not wanted to drive certain groups of, of animal into extinction? I, for one, wouldn't mind driving the entire LNP and Nationals <laughs> coalition into extinction. Well, you didn't hear that if you were a lawyer. If you were a lawyer and you heard that, wow, but, I love Jesus but, and, but, and killing koalas. I love it. But, Gabby, in fairness, I'm sure the Labor Party is still doing oh, yeah. folks, groups about whether they're pro or anti-koala. Well, yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing. You've got to remember that all this stuff with Gladys happened after Labor's Eddie Abid, the man who did nothing for decades except dodgy deals while an MP. But look, I think what we need to, a new broom in New South Wales, we need to change yes. everything. I'm going to yes. set up the Independent Commission for Corruption that will investigate <laughs> all MPs who are not corrupt. Not corrupt, Ask yes. the tough questions and try like and make them long. do dodgy deals. They won't, it won't have any work. That, that wouldn't take very long at all. <laughs> On today's show, we'll meet a man who's in his late 30s has six children and reckons he has time to be the new Premier of New South Wales. Plus, Craig is coming in to talk about COVID test swabs. Oh, mm. that won't be icky. <laughs> Yum. No. And Charles is talking about dementia, which I assume refers to his own. We'll oh, I'd out. forgotten about that. No. Yes. But first of all, let's go to Rivika Dainamino in the Chaser Newsroom straight after this. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Outgoing Premier of New South Wales, Gladys Berejiklian, has said she resigned from her job in order to spend more time with her paper shredder. The former woman who saved Australia denied her sudden exit had anything to do with a corruption allegation against her. 
There is mass confusion in the Federal Liberal Party today as government frontbenchers grapple with the idea that a politician would resign over a corruption allegation. The Prime Minister called an emergency inquiry to find out why the New South Wales Premier resigned after she'd been accused of corruption rather than promoted. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has vowed to phase out emergency COVID payments, saying that the government, which spent $9 million on the COVID Safe app, simply can't afford to waste money. Meanwhile, the government has said it will spend another $9 million developing a new app to help it track and trace the whereabouts of the COVID Safe app. That's the latest Chaser News. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. To stay in touch with the latest news you can't trust, remember to hit the follow button to the Chaser Report in your podcast app. Hi, Craig. How are you going? Yeah, good, guys. How are you? Barely coping, thank you. No, it's good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Champion to get back <laughs> into society. It's interesting because I do actually have a, a COVID-related question for you guys. Um, mm. And there are... Now, some might say that you guys are not exactly the people to go to for code information, mm-hmm. but Norman fucking Swan has blocked my number because I just keep calling him at all hours of the night. You know, when you have a thought about, mm. I wonder what the COVID numbers are in Tasmania now. You oh. just call Norman. He just gets the shits with it. Yeah. Well, his middle name is fucking, and he'd be pretty pissed about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't insulting him. Mm. Uh, is his actual name? <laughs> um, but so the thing I want to ask you is because today I got I had to get a COVID test mm. because I've got to see a doctor mm. in a couple of days. So to go in to see a doctor, you have to actually get a COVID test, right? Yeah, right. yeah. I have, despite I reckon it's my tenth, twelfth COVID test during this period, I still cannot fucking handle it. It is the worst thing. <laughs> like it still feels like you're just being from the screwed in the face. But do you not do the thing that Norman Swan told us all to do, which is you got to breathe out through your nose as they're going up your nose? Why didn't anyone tell me that? What yeah. difference does that make? It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Oh, or, or you could try my non-scientific advice of just stop being such a fucking pussy. It's fine. Like, Oh, um, that's interesting. I actually you know. You know what? Stop being I such a, a pussy. <laughs> I have a hot take about the, the COVID tests because I didn't actually have to really get one at all last year because I lived in Bathurst and we only ever had one COVID case through the entirety mm-hmm. of 2020. So You did have a time. mouse gnaw your face off. So Yeah. You know, I mean, sepsis, that's different. But I mean, you know, so the COVID test, I had to get a COVID test, my first COVID test this year. And, and, and you hear all these people talk about how awful it is. I tell you what, I don't think I've ever felt that unblocked in my life. They had to do the double, the double stab. I loved it. I would do that daily if it meant that I felt the way I felt like I could smell color after that. Um, and I was also covid free, which is great. Far, Gabby. Yeah. yeah, that's that's called brain damage, Gabby. <laughs> but I, I loved it. I don't know why everyone's getting all up in arms about how terrible the tests are. No, great. I hate it. Like, and she shoved it so far back into everything, and I gagged. Maybe I hated it. Maybe and it's this is what. But this is the actual question. Apart from the very good advice about, well, first I think I think Gabby's advice about just harden the fuck up or whatever, we'll get over your pussy is better than Charles's advice, supposedly from Norman Swan, which is if you if you breathe out. Yeah. Apparently, some implement scraping the fuck out of your nose doesn't hurt. No, it totally works because you oh. sort of it, you're concentrating on breathing out through your nose, and you're not concentrating on it being jammed into your nose. It totally works. I promise you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, you well, guys, you guys are all men. So but I feel th- like if you really hate the test that bad, you could probably ask for some local anesthetic and they'll give it to you. No questions <laughs> asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that you do it is that you 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 build up sensitivity. 
So at the start of the pandemic, I just you know kind of got toothpicks and was gradually putting them up there, worked my up to a <laughs> to a plastic straw, then a finger. Now I can get a whole carrot up my nostril. It's abs- yeah. it's incredibly liberating. I never felt anyway, so free. So Craig, what what's your actual question? So the problem is that because I saw just after going through this horrific experience again, I saw that they're going to be um, actually allowing like the the TGA is about to clarify and say which self-testing rapid antigen things can actually be used Mm. now i know nothing about these but my question is does that mean i have to stick something up my nose and down my throat myself because there's no fucking way that i can do that to myself there's no way i cannot put in eye drops i can't do that like if it's the same thing but i have to do it myself there's no chance i'm gonna have to just hold it at the end of my nose and just whistle till the covid comes out to it or something (laughs) Just get your wife to do it. Yeah. Oh, but hang on a sec. I'll, I trust all of my family way less than I trust the random person in a car park that just did it to me. There's no fucking way. That's the other extent. Oh, <laughs> I, I must say, of all the things, having known you a long time, Craig, and suffered many insults at your hands, there's nothing I'd like to do more than shove something <laughs> a long way up your nostril. I think that would be so therapeutic. But no, I don't think they go up as far is the actual answer. And haven't. Haven't you noticed they've stopped doing it as far? Well, then how come, how come, that, uh, how come they didn't do that with the other one? No, those at-home tests are all rubbish. They don't work. Yeah, they don't work. Ah. As well. Thank you. So this like is why I come to you because for some one. reason the government's gone to the Therapeutic Goods Administration to figure this out. They could have come to Charles. No, they immediately <laughs> tell them yeah. with no scientific knowledge well, that, nah, it's just theatre. The other <laughs> option you could do, Craig, is um, do what my daughter does, who's three. Is she doesn't have to get it up the nose. She just has it in the mouth. So you could just convince them that you have the... The mouth sucks as well. You have the mental age of, of a three-year-old <laughs> and then you don't have to get the nose one. Okay. Yeah, well, I did plan ahead for that. <laughs> Okay, well, if I have to do it to myself, it's not going to be good. And I don't trust anyone else, Dom, you particularly, to do it. Are you, could you shove it in your ear? And sort of oh, that sounds safe. The same yeah. point, but at a different angle. There's yeah. an easier option, Trey, that I, I can't believe you haven't thought of. All you need to do is get COVID, get it so bad that you have to go into a coma for three months. And by the time you come out of it, there won't be any more tests. Ah. It'll be finished. But you know what idea. they actually should develop? They should develop a suppository because then I know that Tony Abbott at least would be very happy to take that kind of test. You know what? <laughs> you can actually do COVID swabs anally. So that's the other option I was going to get to. Yeah, you no, can. They you do them can't. in China. In China, they do anal what, COVID drive tests. drive-through? That seems like an invasion. No, that's the hard part is getting but your ass through the window. window. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I've had plenty of experiences to make it through the my 20s. It's just, it's just a pressed yeah, yeah. ham test. Yeah, well, it's, uh, uh. is that better or worse? I don't know. Maybe I'll try with my self-antigen. I think the moral of the story is there's always a worse way. Today's Chaser Report episode is brought to you by The Long Weekend. Sure, Australians detest the monarchy, but not as much as we detest working on a Monday. The Long Weekend, proud sponsors of The Chaser Report. Dear listener, please forgive us for a moment while we talk more about the inherently boring subject of New South Wales politics, because (laughs) I have a problem, Charles and Gabby, which is that the man who seems most likely to be the new Premier of New South Wales is a guy called Dominic Perrottet. He's the Treasurer of New South Wales, Mm. and he's about to ruin my name. Yes. For me. Um, he's about to ruin your name? Like, he's currently the second most powerful politician in New South Wales, so no one's ever heard of him. Right. But when he becomes a Premier, people will, will actually know that. And his yeah, name is Dom. I'm, I'm worried that when people think mm. of, see me or see my name written, they'll think of him. Yes. And it's, it's all going to be... So, Charles, how do you cope with having the well, same name as Prince Charles, which must be hugely embarrassing? Oh, no, I, I roll with it. I, I support... Like, you know, anyone with that level of, you know... Um, suaveness and sophistication as Prince Charles. 
Mm. Um, you know, he's good in my books. Like, you heard all his dirty messages to to Camilla Parker Bowles. Oh, yes, I want to be your com- tampon. Comparing yeah. himself Romantic to tampon. Stuff. I mean, it's sort of, this defined my life, that, that level Gabby's of looking shocked because she hasn't banter. heard of this one before. Yeah, you, she, you, you're a bit young for that. The other thing is, he has yeah. six children. He's, yeah. he's like in his late 30s. He's got six kids. Yes. No. How the hell can he be premier? Yeah, I know. How, who's going to look after the kids? Like Boris I, Johnson has like 50 kids, doesn't he? And he's the Prime Minister of England. I, I, feel, I feel like if I had six kids, I would definitely be trying to go in, increase my career in order to stay away from the house. Like Charles, if, if you had six kids, I'd be calling a welfare check on your house. <laughs> yeah, true. But surely the woman who wrangles the six kids is the one who should run the state. Like, in all honesty... That level of multitasking skills. Yeah. Mrs. Perrottet is the woman that we need. I think, we. you know, because Dominic Perrottet's whole policy is let it rip, right? Like, he's been oh, yeah. he's been hugely against the lockdown. He just thinks mm. that he, he literally said, like, you know, we should just let it get out of control because actually, you know, controlling COVID is worse than the thing. Cure. Mm. So, point is, maybe... That was him wanting to sort of reduce the number of kids he had. I don't know. Just I actually think it's, no. I think it's more, like he's a he's a god guy, isn't he? He's, a, he's god. He's, he's, he's a, a yeah. he's, he's a, a far right yeah. Catholic, uh, conservative yeah. Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. No. So the only reason he's letting it rip is like he clearly hasn't learned anything from the whole forty days, forty nights situation. Um, and he's fine with a plague. Also, Jesus healed everyone, so I think he's just waiting for Jesus to just. Pop on down here and yeah, but I, I, Dom, I, I think short term you're going to find yourself in the position of having a very popular name. No, really, because I, th- I, I swear the first thing he'll do, like tomorrow, probably he'll announce that COVID can let it rip, and and COVID, you know, Dom Perrottet is going to be extremely popular amongst the COVID virus. And they're gonna, they're gonna oh, love. They're, he'll go viral. Yeah, he'll go viral. Yeah, it, <laughs> totally. So, but but you know, like it means that everyone in Sydney will be able to go out. They'll go, be able to go to pubs two weeks early. They'll be able mm. to cough and lick people two weeks early. And that that's gonna that's gonna mean you're popular. Yeah, I, I do guess worry. That's that, way to put it. I do worry that because we've been cooped up in our houses so long that. For so many people, politics will just be thrown aside with the idea oh, of being able to get absolutely. We're going to go nuts. Oh, yeah. Now this thing's going to be at hundreds of thousands of cases within weeks. <laughs> Dom will love it. Yeah. Um, so look, as we record this, it's not entirely clear. There's another guy called Rob Stokes yeah. who still hasn't given up on his who, who, little yeah, campaign, he, but it seems that he, he used to go to school with Chris Taylor. So and apparently they were um, kicked off a debating team together. Mm. At the instigation of former Senator Graham Richardson of Sky News. So that's a story oh. Taylor's promised to tell on the podcast. Really? What is private school like? I <laughs> Patrician feel like, bullshit, I feel Gabby. like the three like of you Patrician bullshit. always have these tales of now very successful white men mm. who've gone on to have lots of money. And you're like, oh, yeah, I ate like a sausage roll with them. Do you know like <laughs> the most famous thing that happened at my school was that a teacher once got punched? Like, that's it. <laughs> That's much yeah. better than going to school with a candidate for yeah. for premier who's going to lose, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have to sign NDAs when you graduate? <laughs> That's the great thing is no. No, and no. some of us make documentaries That's, about ourselves when we're young. It's, a, it's oh. just it becomes a club. You just you just don't mention it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report is sponsored by the Tuesday after the long weekend. The universe is cruel and your time is finite. Get back to work, you lazy shit. I've had to make an extremely difficult decision overnight, but one which I feel obliged to do because of the love and respect I have for the people of New South Wales and the high regard with which I have for the Office of Premier. Therefore, it pains me to announce that I have no option but to resign from the Office of Premier. When ex-politicians face the ICAC, their nightmares become real. 51-year-old Gladys Berejiklian has recently had to step down from being the Premier of New South Wales due to her alleged role in corrupt conduct. Now, 51-year-old Gladys has to sleep in her Northbridge home, and if no one helps her, she'll never get a mention in Point Piper. She's so sick from drinking town water directly from the tap after her Brita filter ran out, she's scared for what will come next. However, you can make a difference. You'll love getting to know the ex-pollies you sponsor, watching them grow in the private sector and making returns that just weren't possible as a public servant. Help end unemployment for the victims of the ICAC. Sponsor an ex-poly at the Institute of People who vigorously deny all allegations of corruption today. Because they matter a little bit more than us. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Before we go, I want to just talk briefly about a conversation I had with my son this morning. Okay. So, I mean, I'm in the prime of my life. I've just turned 46. 69. I think, basically, I'm a bit of a bright spark still, aren't I, Gabby? Like, I'm sort of... If, I'm if, if you're talking about, like, the Edison bulb, you know, the slightly dimming, you can see the little... No, I, I think I'm I think pe- right. in terms of brain, I'm at peak performance. I've, yeah, right. I've learned everything. I've become wise. Okay. I'm just I'm just thinking back over all the past Charles's that I've known in 30 years, and yeah, you're probably you're certainly less inhibited by alcohol than you've been for a while. <laughs> so you probably is one of the better versions of yourself. Go on. So Hartley said to me this morning, "This is my 13 year old." He said, "Dad, I really don't want you to get dementia when you get old. So I really think that you should keep." doing the practices that I told you about a couple of days ago. And I have no recollection <laughs> of those exercises, right? And I think he's joking. Like, I, th- I think, oh, like, this is a funny oh. joke, right? So I say to him, oh, yeah, and I want you to work on the dementia exercises I told you about. And he went, ha, ha, Dad, I get it. You know, you're doing a dementia joke. But no, seriously, I really want you to work on these dementia exercises. And he's serious. Like, he's actually sort of a bit sad. And I said, what, so what was the exercises? And he's going, come on, Dad, you know the exercises. And he's like, no, can you just remind me? I really. And then he tells me, and it's like, yes, he did, like two days ago. <laughs> oh, we had Charles. this whole conversation about the dementia exercises. Oh, I don't 
don't think you have dementia. I think it's just one of those things when your day is so jam-packed full of thoughts about literally anything else, you tend to kick out the stuff that's important. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> I think it goes further than that, Gabby. I think it's just that it's perfectly fine, Charles. You just weren't listening to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> like if we listen to everything that our kids said, yeah, yeah. we'd go crazy. As the youngest child, I can understand being sad about your parent potentially getting old and then you're going to have to take care of them in their mm. old age and then inevitably their death. I mean, for instance, my brother is the executor of my dad's will and I'm the button presser, as in... Turn off the life support, Gabby. That's the job I've left for you. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Traditionally, it would go to a member of the, of the family, but I would so love to turn off your power supply, Charles. <laughs> Can I volunteer for that? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm rewriting my will at the moment, so I'll, I'll pop that in there. Do you reckon they'll ever make a mod that, that means like when you turn off certain life support machines, you can like play a song of choice like that you could pre-choose? <laughs> I feel like if you switched mine off one day, I'd love yeah. for it to just suddenly if start it... beaming out like the happiest song in the world. Oh, yeah. And like streamers drop from the ceiling and there's <laughs> balloons and it's like... Mine would yeah. be... Wake me up before you go, go. Everybody <laughs> sobbing. Hilarious. I hereby solemnly promise, Charles, that that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you'd be so kind, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, five stars is the maximum and, you know, mm. get on it. We'll mm. read them out every Friday. Our gears from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. See ya. See ya.